All right, so today on Seeking Wisdom, we're going to talk about, we're going to get on our Tony Robbins a little bit. What? what? Don't tell him all <laughs> the secrets. We're going to talk about, all oh, the I just said the name. My, on, bad, my bad, my uh, bad. Come on. Shmoney Robbins. Don't yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, we're going to talk listening. about They're overcoming self-doubt. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about overcoming self-doubt. We don't want to give them all the secrets, okay. though, dude. Yeah, my bad. My you know bad, there's still some haters listening? They already forgot. The haters already forgot. No, they come back they sometimes. Oh, they do they come back. They resubscribe. No, this is a great episode. I'm excited to talk about this. It's a it's a crazy note, like many notes that I send Dave uh, during during the week, uh, and a topic I wanted to talk about, which was kind of overcoming self doubt. It's yeah. going to feel very Tony Robbins, very kind of uh, touchy feely, but also super empowering. That's good. Yeah. So you sent me this a couple of weeks ago. We haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. I actually printed out just so you can hear on paper. I have the note printed out. I printed it out for prep for this. Don't get it twisted. We don't have notes here. Uh, <laughs> we on don't Seeking have Wisdom. notes. At least I don't. Some of us need a couple reminders. And okay. So this is what we had to do. Um, so first of all, like what? What's the deal? Like why did you send a note? Like what was going through your head? You sent me a note. Self doubt. This is something that everybody struggles with or deals with. But like, mm-hmm. what prompted mm-hmm. you to, to to think about this? Well, one, you know, we all uh, have self-doubt and battle self-doubt. And um, or as, as Tony Robbins would say, stress, the stress is really just fear, mm. right? And we all have fears. And, uh, and one of those fears is kind of self-doubt. And so how do we overcome those self, self-doubt to do the things that we want to do or we need to do? It's something, uh, it's kind of like a thing that never goes away and something that we always have to battle with no matter what you achieve in life. And so I'm often walking around uh, having crazy thoughts and I jot them down, uh, usually in, in some, some kind of note app, yeah. like Apple Notes. And then every once in a while, I'll remember to send them to Dave and Dave makes sense of them somehow. Yeah. So like, what's the actionable piece of, of self Doubt, like this is something that everybody has, mm-hmm. um, but something that you had in your note, which is where we can start this conversation, is you said like you need to be your own best supporter, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that often goes underlooked, like yeah. overrated. Right, you're supposed to be humble, you're supposed to like you know think about other people first, but when it comes to self doubt, you need to think about yourself first. Absolutely, and I think we've all heard uh, the old adage of you know you need to believe in yourself, just believe, just believe. But that sounds like a bunch of nonsense when you hear it. You know, you often roll your eyes at that, but but really where it comes into play is around this, right? It's not that you're just going around believing and uh, and reading the secret and thinking like, oh, if I just think positive thoughts, everything's going to everything's gonna be okay, right? right? That's, that's not the case. That's <laughs> not true. Uh, but when you have in this certain situation each day, each week, as you face kind of self-doubt and you doubt yourself, uh, and I, which I think is healthy to doubt yourself, right? It means you're not delusional or, uh, yeah. and so that you are at least humble enough. So to you know. have some self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. And when you have that self-doubt, that's the moment that you need to believe in yourself and you need to become your own supporter. And it's easy to forget that everyone that's walking around, no matter what they've accomplished or they haven't accomplished, is struggling with their own version of yeah. self-doubt. That's the thing that you said that made me like, you know what? This isn't some like, corny way out there thing like that's that's the real part is like Mm -hmm. everybody else is it has the same feelings as you you do right Mm -hmm. and i think that ties into like if you just start by thinking all right this person has been through the same thing or this person that i'm competing against is struggling with the same thing and it all ties back to something we talk about a lot which is like you know role models right Mm -hmm. you understand somebody else has Mm -hmm. done it and been there too then you can think about okay 
I can I can think my way through this. Yeah, and I think as corny as it may sound, and it does sound corny when I say it out loud, it's like I do believe in the idea that you have to give yourself permission to succeed, permission to be successful, because you need to do that to get over the self-doubt that you have and the self-doubt that's introduced and the doubt that's introduced by other people, right? And yeah. um, whether it's naysayers or haters. And, you know, another way to look at naysayers is naysayers are trying to struggle, are trying to make sense of their own self-doubt, right? And instead of dealing with that, they may be lashing out. And haters are probably uh, doing that as well, right? So they're struggling with something that they can't accept or they're doubting or they're fearing, they have fear around. And instead of dealing with it, they're lashing out onto someone else. Talk about haters for a second. Ooh. Because I know haters. <laughs> like I just say the word and you get a reaction. But yeah. like actually in a serious way, people – I think you have a contrarian approach to haters, which mm-hmm. is like you love it. Mm-hmm. You know, not in like a, an, an annoying way, but like you, you think that, they're, that that means you're on to something and it's a good thing. But I don't, think, I don't think a lot of people embrace that. They're like, no, every email I send out, everybody's got to love it. Every feature we build, everybody's got to love it. Everything that I do, I'm a painter. You know, people have to love it. It's, I think you know, the reason that I like haters, and we're all haters at some point, but like the reason that I like haters is that I believe that in order to push past, push into a new area, push out of whether you think about it as your comfort zone or just push into a new way of doing something, that means you're challenging what everyone else is doing by definition, right? So you're challenging conventional wisdom. When you do that, when you hit that edge as Seth Godin would say, like, you push to the edges, you're going to cause an emotional reaction in different people. And that's either, that's at the two ends of the spectrum, that's going to be love or hate. And so when you see hate, you're probably also seeing love from another section of people. And that means that you're pushing towards an edge that's probably meaningful or that's going to cause you to grow. And so haters are just a sign of that. Yeah, or just like, I feel like it's human nature. You might get five emails from people saying they love what you do, Mm -hmm. but then, and you're like, oh, this is great feedback. But it only takes one email from one troll or one (laughs) hater to like be like, what? What's wrong with this? Like, I hate the way you do this. And it's crazy when you think Mm -hmm. about five to one ratio, right? But that's just how we react. Yeah, I think, you know, you you need to think about hater haters and treating them as like fuel for your success. It means like fuel you to know that you're on to something. And I think the truth is that it's way easier to convert haters than it is to convert people who are, who don't care about what you're doing. And I think, you know, when you when you have those trolls like Dave does, uh, writing to you, <laughs> copying you, complaining about you, it means you're on to something, right? And uh, they are trying to make sense of what you're what you're doing. And their first reaction might be to lash out. Yeah. But over time, if you explain what you're doing, I find that you can win a lot of those haters over and make them fans. How do you how do you balance this? Like, um, you know, you want to you want to overcome self doubt and be like the biggest believer in yourself. How do you balance that with your mindset of like? I can always be better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is like um, your boy Derek Sievers. Derek yeah, Sievers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he has this thing where like, he, even though he knows he's good at something, he tricks himself into thinking that he's he's just average or not mm-hmm. that good, mm-hmm. and so that trains him to be like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm not in that great of shape, so I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work harder. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you balance like this part with that? Yeah, I, I think they're kind of like two sides of the same coin, right? Like so. You have natural self-doubt, which will creep in, that you haven't invited. And then you'll, at, at some points, when you feel like you're not growing anymore, you'll do what Derek uh, describes or like some of us do, which is like 
put yourself into an uncomfortable situation or look at yourself critically and say like, you know, uh, I need to grow because I'm, I'm stuck at this range. Like I was talking to um, a CEO I know last night and uh, and I was I was talking about something unrelated and I said, you know, like she was asking like, how would you grade your, yourself? And I said, I always grade myself the same. I'm like, I think I'm a C. Like uh, I'm, I'm usually a C and with glimpses of, you know, B plus sometimes, but I regress back down to a C. And it, and I think like the people that I like being around the most probably also look at themselves that critically. They don't look at others uh, um, necessarily that critically, but they look at themselves that way. And what that say, that's saying is that they always see that room for improvement. They always see that room to grow. And, uh, and that's when you're inviting it mm. versus what we're talking about today, which is like your self-doubt that, that creeps in. And, um, you know, again, I like the way that uh, Tony Robbins thinks about it and talks about it, about like self-doubt is obviously a stressor, but stressors, if you peel back whatever stress you're having, and in this case, it's self-doubt, the root of stress and self-doubt are, is fear. So like keep unpeeling, like what are you actually scared about? Like what are you risking? Like what are you, what are you risking? You know, is your fear that you're not going to achieve whatever goal you're going to hit? Is your fear that you're going to embarrass yourself in front of other people? Like there's some basic human fear underneath the self-doubt that's <laughs> creeped in. One personal thing that I have felt from this is mo- I realize that most of my stress comes just from internally things. Oh, yeah. And it all ends with just – People talking to people usually fix all my problems, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I could be on the T, I could be walking to work, I could be at the gym, and I'm stressed out about, oh, we got to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second I get to work and like I go, it's like, say it's a Will thing, and I, I'm like, okay, I go talk to Will. Within 10 minutes of getting to work, I'm like, I'm not stressed anymore. Yeah, We're good. I think that's a perfect way to overcome self-doubt beyond like, you know, um, being your own best supporter. Uh, is actually to talk it out and talk with other people who are in similar models. Again, why we'll say role models and peer groups is so important. And we're going to do an episode on peer groups coming up because I had a question uh, from Tyler out on Twitter. What's up? Uh, (laughs) About, uh, you know, a CEO peer group that we talked about in in a past episode. And his question was like, how do you form those? But this is why peer groups is so important because you can talk it out with those people who have been in similar situations and will help you get past kind of that self-doubt that you may have and that's where we end i think we can end this is is benchmarks right Mm -hmm. like the if you can see what other people have done then your whole perspective of self-doubt changes yes exactly you look at those examples in other people and i think one one last thing to think about when you're thinking about self-doubt is kind of to do what you described when you, you were talking about will there which was it wasn't necessarily talking to will although that helps as well it was that if you know Will, Will probably pointed out to you the progress that you probably made in a certain area that you were stressed about. And when you see that progress, then you're like, oh, we are making progress, right? It's, it's easy to put the blinders on. Yeah, he's on. like, well, first of all, it's great that you're even thinking about this. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, once you see that little bit of progress you make each day, why it's important to track, Man. then you just need to figure out, figure, focus on keeping that snowball rolling and focus on making inch by inch progress over time, and uh, and that's how you're going to get over. I love out. how much this all ties into everything. Right? It's like you know, progress and reps and sets are things we always talk. It's about. It's all the same, man. It's all related, but we need to talk about this all the time because this isn't a one and done. This mm. isn't something that you can hear once. This is something that we need to reinforce and deal with every day. Because just like eating, we need and sleeping. 
uh, we have self-doubt every day. That's right? right. We have fears every day, and so we need to get past them to be the best version of ourselves. Man, I love it. So we're almost in 2017, and we have a goal. In 2017, you know, we need to become one of the top business podcasts on, on iTunes. I think. One of? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we got to compete with Tony, mm-hmm. Tim Ferriss. Like, bring, bring it. That's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear from us. So, But there's only, there's only one way that we'll get there. Come on, Tim Ferriss. I challenge you to cage match. <laughs> bring it. He's in ketosis, man. You got to be careful. <laughs> bring it, man. I'm from Queens, dude. <laughs> so hit us up. Start the year off right. Do the right thing and leave us a five-star review. Minimum five-star review. If you we can... start at five stars. <laughs> yeah, that's right? the only Ideally, option. Ideally, you want... Infinite stars or 20 back. stars or six stars, but five star minimum we start with. Yeah. Leave us, put it, set us on the right track for 2017. We got big goals for 2017. We have big guests coming, uh, big people who are sharing behind the scenes stuff that they don't share anywhere else. This isn't your typical interview format here. We're bringing in the boys and the girls that we know yeah. to share what they know with you guys. And just perspective, a year ago, we didn't even have this podcast and we're sitting here today. Damn. 100,000 people will have downloaded Seeking Wisdom by the time we, we get through the beginning of the year. There we go. And we do one 15-minute podcast a week. So that's it. We're pumped. Progress inch by inch. Keep the snowball rolling. Keep Seeking Wisdom going. Also, if you want to support Seeking Wisdom, we never make an ask. Beyond the five-star review, that's yeah. mandatory. Yeah, that's... Is set up... Go check out Drift, man. Mm. Check out Drift. Give me some feedback. You know, my you can get directly to me at team.drift.com slash David. And you can check out my fresh profile and you can get one too for free. Team.drift.com slash David. Leave me a message. Tell me what's up. Tell me what you're planning for 2017. I love it. All right. Drift.com, seeking wisdom, and we're out. See ya. Don't get it twisted. We don't have notes here. Uh, <laughs> we on don't have wisdom. notes.